watch closely. You're about to experience a nigga moment. Today, 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 it's been a while. Went on did some trips, which is why we got some some different shit no, today. He didn't do some trips. <laughs> <laughs> we house niggas. We ain't done shit. He didn't do some trips. What? Clarification. I went out some places, and um, we're gonna be drinking some some Mama Wana tonight. And Smooth. if you don't know what Mama Wana is, Google it. Um, <laughs> some Brugal, and it's courtesy of you know the Dominican Republic. They blessed me on some trips, and I can't complain. Can't complain, guys. I'm happy to be back, though. I'm happy to be back. Happy to be back. The, the homies happy are here. Back, yeah. Yep, about to sip, sip. <laughs> I should have poured that for you, man. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I, just, okay. I wasn't sure if this nigga was ready yet, but he ready. He just <laughs> say, man, y'all not ready. I was born ready. First off, okay. So we're gonna start off with this shot. That good, good, good. Um, what, how can I say this? It's foreign drinks, foreign drinks, real foreign liquor, foreign. real liquor. Oh, <sighs> so good. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We in there. So it's been a while. Y'all want to get caught up a little bit? Cause everybody know now. Nah, I took some trips. Mm-hmm. Like, what you been on, dog? What you been on? I nice work. Just work. Got about 70 hours a week now. 70, see? And he still make time for this. Yep. My guy. What about you, man? Same shit, working. Had a long trip back to Vegas. See, see, you know. see, he took some trips too. Spending money. Vegas is home. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still spending uh, money, man. Home. This is um, a brand new hat. <laughs> Jim, <laughs> so, oh, yeah. My, 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 my favorite baseball team is World Series champions. I'm going to Braves. Shout out 2021. I'm going to Braves. Um, yeah, we're just happy to be back with the guys. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so we got we got some foreign shit, and we got some hot boys right here. Like post, that's not even post, man. I'm tripping. You know I've been sipping. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna even shout them out like that. <laughs> you know what this label looks like. You know what it is. Anyways, um, so the first topic today, um. Sean, you, you want to introduce that one? Because uh, it's a good one. Oh, you already got topics. Which, oh, yeah, we always oh, got cool. topics. I'm, I'm the guest. Either one's fine. Because I didn't know about the topic, so apparently I'm the guest. <laughs> he is the guest. But, he, he's a good guest, though. Oh, are we talking about essentially just the, the when you go, like, the foreign shit? Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Basically, essentially just, like, non-native people coming into native lands and then exploiting whatever working class is there or exploiting whatever the fruits of the labors of the land. Yes. How do you feel about that? Because I feel like, I feel like in some aspects, like, realistically, uh-oh. We just tighten it. So lift it up. Oh, there you go. Bring and it then up. right on the side, tighten it. There we go. Is that good? Yeah. He He's... He's a white guy in the group. He knows all the, all the mechanical shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking right. He's, uh, all that he's just good. He's just he's just nice with it. Take but not nah. so nah. Realistically, it's just essentially the world is getting gentrified everywhere. I'll yeah. say, in the sense of like, no matter where I've gone, it's like there's a tourist attraction 
for I I'll just even just say just the upper the upper class of people kind of thing. Like from all over. And I I don't know how much that's doing that's that's beneficial in the sense of like this drink right here. I would have never known about this drink if I didn't go to the Dominican Republic. How to make it, yada, yada, yada. I'm glad they're keeping their culture of making this. Yet at the same time, like now it's, is it as good as it like first was or is it like tainted now? Because I, me as a foreigner, I've come over here to say, mm, I like it, but could you do this to it to make it more, more appealing? Yeah, more appealing for me kind of thing. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, cause I, I, cause but I love they, new things, but at the same time, it's just, am I, I taking away from stuff? Uh, I, I wouldn't think so. Cause I mean, you brought it back here. You have now shared that culture with folks who haven't, you know, I think it just depends on how you're looking at it. There's always going to be your pros and cons to every situation because you have the plus side and benefits of, all right, whatever, whoever came in occupied and took control there's always going to be a positive of depending on what sort of or what sort of economic structure there is of somebody came in uh, depending on what type of nation it is first world second or third world like yeah, right? they brought jobs they brought all they brought jobs brought I don't want to say culture because most likely it's an elitist culture um, but they contributed something to the area but then you got to think of almost from what I know, and I can completely be wrong, and I'm, but what I think is there's always, no matter what, when a very rich person comes in, the ones that are most disaffected are the poorer populations there and the environment. Because it's, yes. it is very hard to be environmentally <laughs> sustainable or conscious when going into certain areas as a business, just because you're like, yeah, but we'll... There's a five hundred or not five hundred thousand dollar fine for polluting this water. I mean, if I'm a multi billionaire tech company, like that ain't that, that, I get fines every other Thursday. You yeah. know, and it's like part of it, it, it. It's just a hard blend of like, yes, the people are doing well, or like the ones who can assimilate do yeah. well. But it's just like I mean, modern day Jeff, or gentrification in America. I always I love the example of uh, Shameless, the TV show. Of when it, it's like what season eight, around eight or nine, where they starting to put uh, Starbucks and all those yoga studios in the place, and Fiona's buying an apartment complex, but because it's near all the more all the up, upscale stuff that's coming together, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like making it difficult for the people moving in that can afford it. Is great because yeah. Yeah, I mean it to some degree decreases the crime rates around there. Decreases po- increases poverty for the ones already in poverty, but decreases the over general increases the median income of that area. Yeah, but it's kind of like in these other countries. It's kind of fucked up if you think about it. Like, go ahead, because that's what I mean. Like, like all these uh, resorts and shit, just yeah. like sit in the middle of all these horrible ass places. Like, you know, you go to even you go to even Cancun or Cabo San Lucas. Like, you go to a resort there, like. You know, it's paradise to us, but if you really sit there and pay attention from the drive from the airport to where you're going or from where you're going to the airport or Jamaica, Costa Rica, yeah. right? Uh, these places, Puerto Rico, like, 
it's like from the airport to the resort, like if you really pay attention, it's like you're seeing smacked. you're seeing real life poverty there. And then you're going to have the time of your life and they're making hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars a day in these resorts, right? And um it's crazy to think about, man. I've had some crazy experiences in Mexico, you know, off the resorts, you know, with some of my buddies I didn't know. You know, so it's uh it's kinda of fucked up to think about, but it's Really, like if you go to the ghettos in America, that's you what see I mean. The same thing, like yeah. in the ghettos of America. Like, I remember when I was younger, I, I noticed it when I was a young kid, like eight or nine years old, as we were talking about before we aired, how I grew up pretty well, and a lot of my families didn't grow up well. So, a lot of my mom and dad's family didn't grow up well. My parents did just well enough. For us to live well, but not take care of everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. and then it's so like, that, how's that In look? that purgatory area. Yeah. So we would go over to Granny's house or, you know, T.T. Melissa's house or um, my Gigi's house. I remember thinking, like, damn, like, there's more bugs over here. <laughs> you don't know what I'm saying? It's the yeah. truth, yeah. though. Yeah. Right. It's, over like, here. it's almost like they came and dropped them off, cuz. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, and then, like, you, you look around. We're talking about Starbucks and all this shit, right? Like... You don't see Starbucks and yoga studios in the hood. You see Wendy's. You see McDonald's. You see dialysis places. Yes, you see like, liquor stores. Liquor stores. Yes. Like, you um, see gun, pawn shops. Burnt down gas stations, pawn shops. You don't see the things you see when you come up around places like here. Like, like yeah. where do we see when we pulled in this neighborhood? Crepes. Yes. You don't see crepes, crepes in, the, in the ghetto. Yeah, you no, you shit. see Denny's and IHOP uh, in the ghetto. Yes. Like, it's just... And that's what's sad, and that's what I mean. Like, so, honestly, I get the, the instant of, like, whenever we, we essentially, like you said, you're, you're paying for a resort. You're going somewhere that you want to be feeling nice. You look around, you're like, it's beautiful, and all that, yada, yada, yada. Yet, like you said, you pass by poverty. And the thing that I'm, I'm curious about is, like, how, how much longer are we going to continue to have such a like a, a a big gap of just making yeah. like places poverty and then just places elite and then everybody in the middle kind of like damn I mean I'm trying to bounce bounce back from going this way but I I, I don't want to go so far this way that I can't even connect back back to where I started kind of thing it's it's rough I don't it's weird I honestly don't think we'll ever get closer I think we're past the point of bringing it back to you know even close i i think overall i mean <clears throat> if you look at it everyone across the board is i mean compared to back then everyone is technically rich like yeah getting high rates yes i mean it depends on if you factor in inflation and all that stuff but on average the average person in this world is richer than the yes. average person back then correct but I do, I do think we're just at a point that, like, based off of, we have gotten to a point, and I think especially in America, we've gotten to a point where we are so not, we're not third world. We're not, no. nobody's going through wastelands trying to find small little electronic ports to do that. Yeah, we're no. not like that And because all. of that, especially in America, I think that we are so far past the point of poverty as a whole that it's never gonna, we 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 you will see issues that are being brought up are not gonna be as much economic but social. 
That's yeah. why the prevalence of like that's a good point. Race is getting so much. Like race was an issue every four years because of the elections. Yes. Now race is an issue like every, every year, day. Every day. and it's getting accelerated. Gender is a hot topic. Well, it's accelerated because ex- of social media. I mean that that and technology does increase. You know, it. it's accelerated because of social media. Social media has ruined everything. It's ruined well. true relationships. It's ruined. In a sense of kids, it's ruined the ability of kids to grow up. Um, but it's also helped so many things. It's made so many people so much I was going to say, it's making us do this right here. Because realistically, honestly, I, I don't think I would, I would have a podcast of any sort if it wasn't for the internet and being connected with someone that knows about this type of thing. And I wouldn't be as connected. I feel like we didn't have the social but media. But let me ask you this honest question. I don't know how much time we have left, but honest yeah. question, let's ask this. Would you rather have it that way or not? Because those, some people will say it's the best time to be alive because of all the opportunities. And and, and in some ways it is, but then other other instances, it's like, is it the best time to be alive? I I, I think this whole thing is just on what you value. Because I know people that like, like I think about like me, and I mean, I've always grown up with technology. I mean, I was fixing my grandma's laptop at, like, the age of eight. Yeah. You know, all those old-ass laptops. So I grew up, as a kid, immersed in technology, which is, I mean, obviously, that's why I'm so tech-savvy. However, I know I never want my child to grow up the way I did because I think I learned a lot of, I I missed out on learning a lot of social cues because of technology. Like, I'd be in social situations and completely dumb, but that's because I'm a I'm a A plus B equals C thinker because of technology. Yeah. Whereas there's people, and I always bring it up between you of like you are a very social person. You mm-hmm. understand the human condition. Look mm-hmm. at them. I yeah. see the human condition as like <laughs> I see it as a problem. Like right. I'm a logic based, and not that you're not logic based. Yeah. but it's it's I I'm a brain thinker. You're a heart. Like thinker, I got it. You know. Yeah, I, I am, and I got like a. I've like thought more like you of late. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have a coworker, who, her name—I'll even say her name. Her name's Anika. She's very, very an awesome person. Someone that's important to me. And we were sitting in meetings, and um, she's like, she's not afraid to speak her mind. Um, Anika, she's the kind of person where uh, she is of Asian descent, but she's the kind of person. I'm just gonna give you the kind of person she is. Good. During the Black Lives Matter rally, she got her. She had an encounter with the police, and she's very, very... She stands on she's what she believes. Police. Yeah, good. That's really the best way I can yes. put it. And um, in these meetings, she's um, saying certain things to certain people in a certain way. And Comparatively like, to how... And I'm just like, yo, like, no. you gotta chill, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, as I was telling you earlier, I'm at the table... Yeah. With some of these people, and I know what they're saying, and we know how talented and incredible and important you are, but um, sometimes you gotta turn <laughs> it back. Sometimes you gotta turn, turn it back, back right? You gotta because, turn it back, dial it back. Because, you know, we can come off, especially as Americans, is so arrogant, unappreciative, right? Yes, entitled. Like, yeah. And just because, like, and I always try to tell her, like, I understand where you're coming from as a human being but at the same time like the world we live in she's like oh you're a corporate puppet you just you just bow down to corporate america and 
maybe that may be the case at times, but at the end of the day, like the end goal and the vision is where I'm trying to get. Yeah. So if I got to do something or if I got to tell you and like my ending point would be me telling her that I can go to sleep at night. Right. So if next Wednesday during the meetings, when we got our marketing director on there, if she's telling her to shut the fuck up or do what she was saying or you're fucking wrong. At least I know. I told her, hey, you should probably monitor the way you're talking to <laughs> yeah, such yeah. and such. Cause. <laughs> yeah, finish this podcast first. All right, where we stop off at it again? Yeah. All right, don't worry about it. We'll... We don't have to pick back up. We can we pick don't. up on something else. We don't. We yeah. All right, so what was the other topic? Are, are, we, are we on video? Yeah, we are. All right. To, to some real ass niggas. Hey, no, no, no. no I'm going to toast oh, this. You toast your it? toast is always all fucking just ignorant. <laughs> this, disrespectful. This is my Florida shit. Hey, this is the... Some people I met when I moved to Salt Lake that I know, uh, the day I say I do, every accomplishment I have after that, they're going to be there. Back. These two guys. Back. That's Holy too smooth God. to be alcohol. Oh. Now, y'all better show up to my accomplishments. Oh, I got, you. That. I got you. We got you. You better invite a nigga. Yeah, yeah shit. You'll be on fucking now Instagram talking about, yeah! I do do that yeah. <laughs> hey. All right. So, Shit. our second topic, Sean, this one was yours. Come on, man. I can't remember what I said. Come on with I introduced shit. your topic. Introduced yes. my topic. <laughs> you're the guest. Yeah, you're you're the guest. Yeah, you you're right. Um, I do believe what was it? Shit. I've been on this. I've been a whole on a whole dating and that's what it was. Modern, modern dating. I'm on a whole tip right now. I've modern dating and submissive women. Yeah. Is that a a problem to be a submissive woman now? Or are men being overly masculine for no reason? Because I feel like it's a little bit of both, to be honest. Real, man. Yo, go ahead. I'm going to hear this. He said, man. We, we yeah, already know yeah, about this. Yeah. I want to hear that. You said, man. It's just, man, it's fucking, you don't, it's like, as I'm talking about like as a, like as a male perspective, I'm, when it comes to me with females and whatnot, as a straight man, I mean, we got to yeah, clarify that clarify nowadays. That. Yes. I'm not trying to Three straight yeah, minority men that, in this, but this we have right to here. feel like, I've always been very, my dad from a very early, early stage let us know the deal. Um, but it is hard. You don't know like what's submissive in in the in today's day of the Me Too movement, which I am supportive of to a very certain extent. But I am very supportive of um, is we've all worked with young women. Yeah, exactly. So we all are supportive of that. I'm assuming. Yes. Um, don't want to speak for them, but I'm just making this. <laughs> and uh, it's hard. It's like what what is submissive, and then what are what has society made us think Interp- about? Interpret. What interpret is, about yes. a submissive woman. And then it just really like, I don't want to sound like that dude and sound like I'm like kissing the ground they walk on, but it really makes it difficult to live in today's day as a woman too because you don't know what the expectations are of you just as it is difficult for us to not know what how to interpret certain things and yeah, it's just confusing. I'll say it like this for me right now. This is the current situation I'm in right now. The girl I'm with, y'all might have seen her a few times. Brittany. Wonderful. She's yeah. great. Yeah, she's awesome. That's my girl. Um, 
Best part about him. All right, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know what? I ain't even mad at that. Still. You know what? Because that's because that's how you know us. Because he'd be out with me every weekend exactly. if he wasn't in the game. Yeah, exactly. You don't want that. Yeah, he's <laughs> stupid. I'll say this: because of the situation that we're set up in, she makes the bread comparably to me. I'm not even upset about that. Yet at the same time, she still has that submissiveness as a woman in the sense of. She's nurturing to me, kind of thing. She's not trying to like demasculine me. Like, is that the right word? Yeah. 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 Kind of thing. And it's like, take away your masculinity. Yeah. Take away my masculinity. I'll just say it like that. That was a good way to put that because yeah. I said it probably the wrong way, but whatever. Well, I but, just don't know. So yeah. I'm just, I, you know. He, we've been drinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you've been smoking. That's why he, he chilling low, low. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Yeah. yeah. But, but realistically, man, like, I'm not mad at none of that because, like, I know what she does. She does it for a reason. She wants both of us to be at a point where we ain't got to worry about things. And it's like, why would I tell her, you're doing better than me? So, no, don't do that kind of thing. As a man, I feel like that's not making me not a man by having that happen. But, in real what is going on currently right now is that I've been seeing like spe- I'm gonna just go with social media because social media is like the one thing that everybody has in common like I've been seeing a lot of things where it's like if you if you are considered a man you have to have these attributes yeah. in order for that to be considered a man and I just feel like who are you first off to even say this is how you're supposed to be a man kind of thing like what attributes of yourself that you're displaying is supposed to make me feel like, yeah, you're right. I don't get that. Like, realistically, like, I've, I've seen plenty of men in different roles, and they, they've seen pretty masculine to me, and I didn't have to question that. Yet, at the same time, people are questioning their masculinity. Um, people are questioning, like, what's too far. And I feel like currently right now, what's too far is, like, Excuse me. no, you good, dog. You been smoking, dog. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit. Them lungs is uh-huh. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but like, like I've been just watching stuff, and I'm just like, like um, I don't know who this dude is, but it's like this dude that's like been like portraying that his lifestyle is Derek he has to have like or Derek or whatever. I don't know who he is. It's some some random white dude with a big ass thick beard, but he has like. Forty with women with him at all times, kind of thing. Oh, Missouri. is that his name? Dan Bazer. He's a beast. He's a gambler. See, see? and he just yeah. said he's a beast and he's a gambler. And I, all I can see is him <laughs> flaunting things that I necessarily don't think I need to do as a man. Yeah, kind of thing. I feel that too. Like, and realistically, women code. Yeah, exactly. And realistically, you, you're putting out an idea for other people to try to do, but whenever they don't accomplish that, guess what happens to them? Mm-hmm. They get depressed. They start being either violent or being even, like, just, like, shutting down. It's, like, it's not a good median for, like, oh, I didn't accomplish this, so therefore now I, I'm a piece of shit kind of thing. Or I'm not yeah. a man. It's weird. It's weird to me. Yeah. You, go ahead. I, I was just, I, I, I want to hear what you said. No, go ahead. No, I just, <clears throat> so on these things, because I've been watching a lot about it, and, um, so it's really funny. I mean, if anyone's been on YouTube, I don't know. There's this whole like big debate of blue pill community, red pill community, and stuff like that. That's a good. Where point I'm too. a person where of like, I think that there is a very serious conversation needed around masculinity. That I appreciate the red pill community bringing it. However, 
back into the, the attractability scale that I always There you go. Bring. Go ahead. Bring it, man. So the red pill. So I feel like I, there should be like I, a little I, meter that says. No. So I. So right yeah. now, right now, I'm working on a video oh, that shit, fully funny. explains. Like I, have, I have outlined every single thing, like how to calculate your score. All right, all right. Well, all let's stay on top of it, man. I get it. I get it. But no. So. <laughs> you know he'll go too. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is my like jam. Bro, burn out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't roll. But just like so, you have the red pill community and the manosphere. Of uh, there are very big prominent men in the manosphere red pill community that are like giving out all these advice. I think right now the most controversial is the Fresh and Fit podcast, but that's because they are like. And I say this with a grain of salt of I truly believe 25% of what they say truly is some real good stuff. Real good stuff. That, that'll get you motivated to be better. Yes. Yeah. But it becomes toxic. And I think it becomes toxic because they're part of the thing is teaching men how to get women. And I think it's toxic because they are not teaching men who get women. They're teaching men who can't get women. And no matter what, men who can't get women or men who can't get women <laughs> are never going to be on the same level as men that can get women. Of course so therefore, not. it becomes toxic because these men are like, I'm doing everything, I, all these dating coaches, I go to all this stuff, and then they get radicalized into these women ain't shit dudes, mm-hmm. and that I don't need a women, and they become incels. Yeah. And it's purely because they just can't get women. Yeah. and But that's the other thing, too. Like you are saying with the attractability scale, like realistically... We have a social norm of what's attractive and, yeah. and what's acceptable of what is something that everybody is attracted to kind of thing. And that can go into a lot of different factors that we ain't even got to go into because it's, it's a lot of systemic this and a lot of like just just weird stuff. But either way. Like, I, I get what you're saying, because it's giving, giving people unrealistic expectations. expectations. Yeah, and the thing of it is, is, like, realistically, like, us three in this room, there's a difference. All three of us look different. So we can go to the same fucking club. We will come back if we all were single. I'm not single, so don't even, y'all can't even do nothing with me. But... We can all go to the same fucking club. We, <laughs> we can all go to the same fucking club, and we get we all will have different different outcomes going into the club, realistically. But I also think we would have similar success rates because in Utah, I'd say that we are higher on the scales compared to the people here. As long as I was gonna say, there's, there's a because because I mean you also have to understand we're in a geographic region that is primarily white, so therefore, primarily white people tend to go with their in group, or people tend to date within their race or date within that. Exactly. But if you are a certain level on the attractability scale that makes you exotic or that makes you fetishized or that makes you but there it is peacocking to the community that you're in, of a sense of like. And you don't have to be cocky or anything or, and all this stuff, but is it hard for you to get a date? I can get a date. I can get a date. No, but like for the average male, like you're not an ugly dude. Like you're I don't not, think so. you're not thirsting over women. Like you're not going liking pictures. No. Sending, you're not sending, you're not simping. You're not overdoing. No, you're not yeah. a simp because you don't have to be a simp to get pussy. But I'm like, correct? correct. And you definitely don't have to be a simp to get pussy. Why does he say it like that? Like I'm not. I'm like, here's my thing though. But here's my thing though. When we talk about like the attractability and all these things, like 
everyone's different, especially in the time today. So like everyone, that's why it's different that's, things are attractive. And like, yeah, we have that, like what society says is attractive and what society says is toxic masculinity and what's not toxic masculinity and yada, yada, yada. Right. But like at the end of the day, like we're all different. So, and I think now is a day, like in today's day where I get what you're saying. If we go to the club, we may have the same result, but like, who knows? Like, because who knows? Like, it really just depends on how that fucking day went. Like, it depends on how my day went, how your day went. Like, what kind of women I'm trying to attract that day, right? Because it's like such a day by day world. And I don't know. That's just like, but that's what I'm saying. As, and that's, and in that instance, is like, it's hard to say, What's taking it too far with masculinity other than the obvious of like violence or assault of some sort kind of thing compared to like the the sense of how women are supposed to be reacting. Because like like how we were saying about the club thing, like women will go to the club. They it used to be if women went to the club, I'll say this. It was like because you are single and you are but, trying to peacock and meet someone kind of thing. Now so, it's kind of like. I might right. not even. I just go to the club. I want to so, be with my girls and da da da. I don't want this energy. But then they'll walk and be back home. And be like, damn, how come nobody, nobody hit, me, hit up? me up? Kind of thing. So I guess with me, we're always gonna relate to things like in our life. Mm-hmm. And like with me, the biggest way I can put it is like, okay, I've told you guys on the way over here and before we were on camera. Like, oh, I'm kind of have a thing for this new girl, right? But like, me as a man, like. It's hard for me to be like, hey, yo, like, I'm fucking depressed right now. I'm going through some shit because I feel like, oh, when she goes out and have drinks with her homies, she's going to be like, oh, I've been hanging out with this guy, but he's just like, he's weird. He's he's tripping, like, he's he's emotional, and, like, that sucks for a, a motherfucker like me where it's like, yo, I'm going through some shit, and, like, I fuck with you. Yes. I wish I could just tell you. I'm going through some shit, but I still fuck with you, but I feel like I can't, right? And that's where that thing comes with, like, the masculinity question and what the submissive thing is. It's like, I I don't think it's a her problem that she thinks that way. I think it's a society problem, right? And granted, I don't know if she thinks that way, but I'm not willing to really find out right now. Well, how many, I mean, how many times your conversation you see it everywhere of, this nigga was busting out crying, like, why you be yeah. like this? And, and here's the thing. Uh, I'm a person that I, I have a strong problem with the word toxic masculinity because I think that we are putting an umbrella term on toxic traits and we're just attributing because certain genders display them more. Okay. Like, I, I hate toxic masculinity. I hate toxic feminism. Like, I hate generalizing it because if this person an asshole, say he's being an asshole. Yep. Like, we are, we are creating... We're creating such a big umbrella. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. (laughs) We're creating such a big umbrella of terms to define things because, like, this girl will think toxic masculinity is this. This girl will think it's that. And it's, I, I, I truly believe that, like, men don't express emotions, not because men are, are, well, men are afraid to express emotions, but not because of other men. Like, mm. I've had the deepest, like, most sincere conversation with dudes because you can only talk to your boys about what's going Come on. on. Yeah. Because the moment you talk to girls about it, they're like, oh, he he's weak. He Some women, do this. not everyone. Some women. And I, yeah, 
some women very clarify that it's not all women. But, like, I would say 50% of toxic masculinity comes from the way women treat men who are not so, their idea of masculine. So it's the reaction that's that's turning things sour and making new terms and making things a lot more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's just there's so many things that are making it difficult because I mean, you also gotta think like which I, I think the biggest part of society that's wrong is people are taking this is my culture that we have here in Utah and I apply it to everything. Everything. Because it's like your culture in Las Vegas. You say some shit, and I'm like, I've never experienced that, nor I do. Yeah. But if you are like, Las Vegas is the standard, this is how people act, and this is how people react, like, dating in Las Vegas is, I guarantee, different than dating in Utah. Correct? It no? is, but like, my thing is, the only thing me as someone, as a human being, is expecting is like, I'm not asking you to want to do it. I'm just asking you to somewhat embrace it and understand it. Like, let me be me. Let me pull up to the gla- like pull up to the gas station, blasting my music, and walk in there with my motherfucking sunglasses at 6.30 or 7 at night because I want to. Because I want to. Like, you know what I mean? I hate being a motherfucker that walks in the gas station and I got a bunch of homeless people standing outside and in the gas station. I live downtown. No offense to homeless people. I fucking help you guys out. I wish you guys the best. Yeah. But when I walk in the motherfucking gas station, because I know people that own gas stations, I know what gas station workers do. I see them looking at the red or behind the register, checking the cameras the whole time I'm there. I have a question though, because I want to challenge that. Yeah. Because yes, you, I mean, you do that, like that experience, you have that experience, but I want to bring it back to, remember that one time when you said you, when you were serving police officer comes in or somebody with a blue lives matter, they're not in your in group. They're not in your culture. And from what you said of off rip, you're not going to accept. Off rip, I'm automatically going to feel like they're not going to accept gonna, me. Okay, but that's because they're not in your in group. Correct. So you are essentially not not, in, in not exactly the same thing. But so that's like the problem is like the paranoia from both sides. You know, like that's yes. why I told people like all the time. Like I told my homie that just got hired at my job. Mm-hmm. I told him I'm like he got out of the police force. You know. White cat, you know, his wife told him, like, I'm not comfortable with you being in the police force. Like, you got, you got a target on your back because of what's going on, you know? And, um, I understand that. And, like, I empathize with him. I feel bad for him. As an African-American, half half African-American, half Hispanic, I feel bad for him because this dude seems like a genuine dude. He got in the police force to be a good cop. Like, this guy seems like he was just a good cop, right? Um... But that's what's so sad is, like, we're so big about these groups where you got people just, Tribalism. like, you got Af- people in our community, right, going and just All killing cops for no reason. I think it's the dumbest thing. Pulling them up, right? Like, yo, that's fucked up because they think that's helping or they think that's making a point. But in reality, when a motherfucker pulls us over, all that makes them be is right on their guard more. But can I blame them? No. Like, can I blame a cop for being on his guard more when he pulls me over and fucking sees... That I'm an African-American man and he knows I'm fucking a licensed, you know, gun owner. Got my license to conceal my weapon. I expect him to come up there on guard. And that's what I tell people all the time. Like, that's where that fine line goes is like, it sucks, bro. Yeah. Like, it sucks. Like, last, like our, our last podcast, it got kind of heated. But at the end of the day, like, 
I think it got heated because we both understand both sides. And it just fucking, it sucks. I think, like, all of us are genuine people. And, like, I don't want to sound corny or sound, like, cliche. <laughs> but, but like, at the end of the day, love always, always wins, wins, bro. Yeah. And that's not what, like, we all may feel that way. But I can't fucking live that way. Right? Like, I may know love always wins. But when a cop pulls me over, you better believe I'm going to be on my fucking, you better believe I'm going to be on my fucking best guard. You better believe I'm going to be thinking about what I'm going to do to save my life if he draws his weapon. Because I know the way society is, love doesn't always win. Like, I know the proper way is love always wins, but that's not the case. So, would that be a survival thing? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, everything Sorry. we do as humans are is to assimilate into the environment we are survive. in and survive to procreate. Period. Like, yeah. no matter what we do, like, anytime you take it, you look at just the laws of the human nature and how humans behave. No matter what, there's... You're, Humans are social creatures. We're going to create in tribes. It's always going to be forms of tribalism. And and it sucks, but there's a certain culture in what you go. There's a certain culture where I go. My culture that I grew up in and I surround myself with are a bunch of fucking nerds. And we do shit. Not saying that you're not a nerd or do yeah. shit. But, like, my peoples are definitely not the same peoples that you hang out with. But, like, that's the thing with me is I've always fucking, like, and I'm not, just that's saying, I'm not just saying this because it's me, but I feel like growing up in Vegas, I've been blessed with this. Like, dog, like, I had someone come up to me at a bar, a bar called Dick and Dixie. Shout out Dick and Dixie's. If we ever get big, Dick and Dixie's in Salt Lake City, downtown Salt Lake City. Um, I went there and this, we were playing pool with these people and this girl, we are playing on a pool with a girl and her boyfriend. And she came up to us. She goes, I would never expect you guys to be, like, so close. And my boy's, like, a hillbilly-ass white dude and, like, I had a very flamboyant outfit on. You know what I mean? I had three chains on, bro. I had a very corduroy jacket, loud green shirt. Like, you know what I mean? So, anybody seen Bruno Mars recently? Yes. Yeah. Like, I was looking like it. This nigga's still looking like Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Play for Karen, and I'm baby. like, yeah. And, like, it's like, bro, I've never, like, that's why I'm ever, I'm so fucking just grateful. And I truly mean this. Like, until. 2020 when that social movement and all that shit happened like I never saw color bro like I always saw people as people I never saw class nothing I went to my poor friends my rich friends my middle class friends like I truly in my heart like I can honestly say this I never looked at them any differently I never looked at Skylar Mahoney and Jolie Mahoney differently than Marla and Will Lauks and if anyone knows those people they know the difference in them I, I, I never and I just credit my parents for that. And I'm not even in the best standing with my parents right now, but I credit them for that. Like, I don't... It sucks that that's where the world is, and that's where the world's brought me to the point where last time we had a podcast, me and you were heated. Like, we wouldn't have been able to have been in the same car after. You know what I mean? Like, we, it was a heated conversation. But... Like, you're are. still my brother. Here we are. But, like, it just sucked. That's where the society and the world has brought us. Because I know that's not, like... Mm -hmm. That's not us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to get overly emotional, but that's not us. But that's where, like, the society has brought us. And it's fucked up. It is. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. But I feel like every culture and every... That always happens. Like, that's just... For humans, I don't, that's just human nature. Well, I'll say this. Um, he the OG. We gotta let him finish. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say it like this. He the blend. <laughs> yeah. um, that's why you in the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I just, I think about it in this aspect of, in the sense of, like, 
If we had a society where we had everyone the exact same race, exact same religion, and the exact same everything kind of thing, right? I still feel like how you were saying, we're going to break out somehow, some way to have some type of conflict. And that's that's in, in, in a sense of just nature in itself. Because I, I think about animals. Like, as much as, even, like, people that I feel like they are so ignorant about saying, like, this is why we don't mix breeds and yada, 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 because animals don't do it. I'm like, yo, we're fucking humans. We're not, we're not animals. So yeah, that's, that sounds that stupid. Thing. That's stupid. But either way, I, I even look at animals, and I'm just like, like, I went to Costa Rica. That's where I just came back from. Shout out to Costa Rica. It's fucking amazing. Um... Four Seasons, Costa Rica. Yeah, it was nice. Don't let him not stop. I'll stop. Okay, yeah, I was lucky as fuck on that. I'm, so I was, was I'll say I was blessed. But I even look at the animals there in the sense of, like, animals don't even, like, get along like that. Like, some animals can be with other animals and be fine. Nothing's going on. Yeah, but I, I was like, we were there, and they're, they're called the white faced monkeys. It, they're, they're the monkeys that look like the Ace Ventura monkey. Also, if y'all know what Ace Ventura no, is, no yeah, exactly, right? Them motherfuckers was going ham on each other, and I couldn't tell none of them motherfuckers like at all difference between them at all kind of thing. Like any of that, nigga. Like shit, it was just like, yo, these motherfuckers look exactly the same. They still going ham on each other. Like, how do you even differentiate each other in that sense other than it's a male and a female? Which, like I said, masculinity, femininity. Like, like I, there's always a clash with things. And yeah. e- even as I'm sitting down right now, we didn't have the exact same views on things, yet we do know this, like how you said. Love will, will per- persevere, yet at the same time, why is it so hard, so hard to turn the other cheek? Why? I don't understand it. Like, is it is it because of our masculinity? Is it because of how we have been like doctrine? Like, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, in I, the- I I think it's generally biology, and I think it's getting even harder for us because we are trying to deny biology and how we actually operate. Like, I I work at the Boys and Girls Club. Like, it is I'm one of say we have thirty employees. I think we have two, maybe three guys that work there. And being in a female-dominated industry, like, I see the dynamics of, like, I know if another dude talks shit to me, like, there's a high chance that it'll end in a fight if it gets heated. I know that at no point I could get in the most heated argument with any of the women I work with there. I will never throw a single punch, you know? But I also know it's in my nature that, like, and I know it's in most males' nature that, like, we need to fight. And it's really hard to be in that space. Like, as a male, I have male teams that I am trying to mentor, teach, and guide that we roughhouse. We play around. Like, we box. We do this stuff. But I'm in this dominated that are telling, and I still, I love my coworkers, and I think it's in. But there are times where they're like, well, no, we shouldn't be letting him do that. That doesn't benefit at all. And I'm like, no, sometimes dudes need to physically express themselves, whether it's boxing, wrestling, stuff like that. So, like, when they touch it, like, you, you can't touch another person at our club. That's a rule. Yes. But when the dudes, when the boys are, like, going, I'm like, 
Yes, I to a certain extent sometimes believe there. boys will be boys. Like you know, like you right, right. You know, but here's my thing of like and yes, the and I just because I just don't observe it and, or I consciously look for it honestly because hmm? I'm always like I'm a big studier of masculine energy and feminine energy. Whether you are a male with high feminine energy or a woman with high masculinity, I'm always observing masculine energy and feminine energy. Those who display more masculine traits are always prone to physical retaliation versus verbal retaliation. Because feminine retaliation results in verbal. Masculine retaliation always... Good? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but just to wrap it up, like it's, it, it is always a thing of like, masculine will always result in physical violence, and feminine will always work in verbal. So like, that's what I'm saying. What, what hurts more, though? The emotional aspect of things, or the, just the full blown physical thing. It depends on the human. It depends on how badly you're injured. Because okay. uh, no, are, are we on? We can be on. We can be on. Are we on? Yeah. Bro, my background, bro. That's my fucking. Yes, your background is your your dead. My 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 dead deceased. Fucking, that's my best friend in the world, bro. Okay, she is is, is passed on. Why do we still have this? Displayed. I'm. I'm curious. It's been a long time. Yes. I think that's something I just. You know, I. That's just something I just haven't. You know. Gotten past. <sighs> Man. I'm asking my guy. I'm that's asking. like it's crazy you asked that because you like put me in like a. Uh, you put me in like this. Um. This like. It's a weird. I don't want to call it a predicament, but you put me in this like thing where it's like. Confronting it? People, confronting it to an extent, but, like, people don't understand. It's like, you know, Vegas is Vegas. You grow up. You grew up in, in Florida. North Carolina. No, well, but you grew up in North Carolina, but you... Yeah, I lived in a little bit of Florida, yeah. But, like, you know how it is out there in the South. Like, people, you know, you party, you have a good time. It's a little different than Salt Lake. And, um, like, people don't understand, like... Not just was that my best friend, but why I take that so hard? Because, like, where she was going, and like, you know, when you grow up in your hometown, and you know, like, you out. grew up here. So if I crashed somewhere, you'd be like, okay, I knew where Dre was headed. You yeah. feel me? Like, I know where Megan was headed, and like the where she was headed was to pick up, you know, something that's not legal, and like she met that person through me. So I feel like. Me, out of all our friend group, there was probably four or five of us that were very close to her. Me, Lizzie, Cheyenne, Ryan, Toast. I've held on to it the longest because you I know where she was headed. Yeah. Right? Like, I know that. And that's something that, like, I've never, like, fully... I don't want to say I've never moved on from because I moved on from it. But, like, to me, like, when I see the, her, her picture, I don't get sad. Like, when I see her picture, like... Bro, that was the time. You know what I mean? Like, that was yeah. me and Megs. We were both Geminis. We always had a party together for our birthday. Like, that, like, I'm not trying to sound funny or, like, ignorant, but that was my nigga, bro. Like, Megan. Like, we went to a dance together as homies. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we've been friends for so long that yeah. I took it a little more personal, but it's hard for me to change that picture. That's been my background picture since the day she died. I haven't changed it since the day she died, bro. It's been my background picture. Okay. Had like six different phones, but that right there, like that's like something I hold on to. That's like, 
Like she's tatted on me, bro. Like that's my like that ain't no like that's, that's forever. I know. You know what I mean? Yes. And and this is why I asked because one, I didn't know that that was her because I never seen a picture of her before, other than maybe it was on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, wasn't a hundred percent sure. Was curious because I seen it a lot. Yeah. But I never asked. I wouldn't expect that like really beyond like this to get the in- actual information as far as that and. The only reason why I ask in this instant is like, I, I know you're trying to build relationships with someone that's that's not going to be that that type of friend, but like someone that you want to like mm-hmm. be that person for you kind of thing. And with that, with that, is there a comparison on your relationship with someone that you want to be with long term? with that because realistically I looked at, at that as for me if it was in my perce- perception for me if I'm like trying to be with someone I want that person to be like my best friend and someone I want to be romantic with kind of thing well I think so, right with me like we all have that right friend we were really close with that we were romantic with maybe at one point yada 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 but like me and Meg's we were never like that, like. No, I'm not saying you were romantic yeah. with Meg, but I'm being like. How does that affect do you, your future relationships? Yeah, like if future. you had to go right now, and then she would go through your phone, and that, and this was your girl, and saw her on the phone, and like, if there wasn't a photo of you and her, like, how do you think that I affects think, the like, dynamics? That's like such a part of me, bro. Like that's you gotta such it. a part of me where it's like you almost like have to accept it. Like I've went to the extent of saying like, if I were to have a daughter, which I almost did at one point. Like Megan would be incorporated into that name, right? Like, right. Um, I do get what you guys are saying, but like, I'm like, bro, I'm a different motherfucker. Like, I'm just like, but that's what you I guys mean. know. But that's what I mean. Like, yeah. do you want that person that you're wanting to be a, your significant other to be like her? Is what I'm asking. I want like as far as how Megan was my ride or die, and as far as how Megan was like. Whatever, Dre. If Dre says it, I'm rocking with it. You know what I mean? Megan may behind closed doors be like, man, what the fuck were you doing, Dre? Like, why yeah. the fuck you say okay. But like, on the surface, <laughs> yeah. wasn't nobody backing me up like Megan. Even my brothers, Toast, Nelly. But that's what nobody. I mean. But that's what so, I mean. Yeah. Like, and that's and that's why 100%. I'm asking that. Do you, that's why, is that part of the reason why you're holding on to that as well? I think, I think one, I, I, I think 100%, to be honest, like, there are times where, like, things are missing, and then, like, you bringing this up, like, things are missing when people I've dated, like, going through that, besides the person that was with me when that happened. Um, shout out, V. Um, yeah, I definitely do look for that. And that is honestly why I rocked with this person that, like, remember I was telling you guys downstairs, like, she's a little different, like, she was pressing this female at the, at the bar that was talking to me yeah, like she's a little yeah. she got a little hood to her you know what I mean <laughs> yes you need, and well, like I'll say in this circle we need that and yeah like that's kind of how she yeah but it's breeze yo and like I like that's how like that is how Megs was like Megs was like motherfuckers knew and me and me and Megs walked in there we walked in there with a bottle and if you talk shit to one of us we was you you know what I'm saying it was yes, both of us yes, okay and okay. um. That, that, that is exactly, someone that exactly. I, bro, I model my, I still to this day model my life. Like, there's a lot of things I learned from her. And there's a lot of things, like, even, like, with my struggles right now, 
I wish she spoke more about her struggles because I think she would still be here if she did. You know Which what I'm is saying? why I, I, I talk to you about you know stuff I mean? like this in the sense of, yeah, you might not want to talk to me about it, but you're going you gonna to have to have this conversation sometime. Yeah, nigga, you don't kill the bottle already? Shit. Okay, there it go. There it go. Just have, bro. I know it should be half, but it wasn't coming out, man. It wasn't sure. So, yeah, man. I you had that like, bottle to yourself. I think, like, the biggest thing is I didn't want to, like, make it all about you guys were questioning me the last, you know, part of this. But at the end of the day, like, we as people should be able to, and as men, and as, you know, no matter what race we are, we should be able to reach out, man. Like, we, so, we struggle. Yes. You know what I mean? So is that masculine to reach out? Yeah. It, to me, in my heart, it is masculine to reach Thank out. You. Like, to me, to me, like, some people that don't really have a grasp of life may look at certain things and be like, this motherfucker's faded. He's doing this. He's doing that. But, like, to me, the most masculine and man thing I did is, like, I got in that car and I told y'all, hey, look, I'm staying with my homie right now because I couldn't stay alone. And, like, I'm struggling, you know? And, like, at the end of the day, like, like I'm glad you brought that to us. Like at the end of the day, like to me and in my heart, and like I know the people I surround myself with. Like, and I'm not saying I did this for this reason, but you guys will go to bed at night being like, that was big. And I know if six months from now you guys are struggling, you'll be like, this motherfucker DeAndre was struggling six months ago. He was going through it. Motherfucker came down through the avenues, <laughs> two joints in the air, smoking like weed. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And, and like, to me, if me opening up and being honest about, like, being in a certain struggle or a certain, like, a situation helps one person, then it's truly worth it. Like, like, I, I'm going to say it again. I don't mean to rant, but on Christmas, I had COVID. And on Christmas Day was probably, like, the second, I had three real bad days of COVID the second time around. Christmas Day was probably, like, the second worst. And, um... Bro, I was up all night, so your sleep schedule's all fucked up. I don't know about you guys or whoever ends up seeing this who had COVID, but your sleep schedule's all fucked up. And um, I'll never forget the time, 7.47 Vegas time, so mountain time. Um, I get a call, and it's from a random number, and I'm like, it's Christmas Day, right? This is a number from Missouri, right? And um, I answer it. And I almost didn't answer it. And um, I'm going through what I'm going through right now. But at the time, I was really going through it. And I and I had COVID. And um, it was fucking Katya, who yeah. you guys know. Um, haven't spoke to her since she left the facility. Um, and she called me. She said, you're the first person I'm calling to like, tell you Merry Christmas. And I just want you to know how important you are. And I'm like, you know, three or four days prior, I was in a bad place, man. I'm fucking, like I told you guys what happened earlier. And I'm just like, dog, that got me through that. Like, that sick COVID day. Like, without that phone, like, bro, I didn't open a gift that day. Like, that, that phone call was like my gift. I'm like, what? Like, bro, I'm here literally like, this is the ground, bro. I'm below the ground. I'm at the bottom. I got COVID and I literally am at the lowest point I've ever felt. And, like, this fucking kid called me and was like, yo, I know we haven't talked in so long. I tracked down your number on Instagram, which, as you guys know, Katya, she wasn't supposed to be on Instagram. Mm. And um, she tracked down my number, however she got it. And um, 
the reason I even say that is because that's not her real name, so I'm not breaching real co- yeah, like, confidentiality. Yeah, yeah. But um, and it's just like at the end of the day, like if I can help one person, then that's what matters. And like that day, what got me through that day was knowing like this motherfucker was thinking about me on Christmas morning before her aunt, her sister, her cousin, her anybody before her therapist. She called seven forty seven in the morning. Yo. You know what's a real reality check for me right now? This nigga didn't even say Merry Christmas back. So a nigga like me, I sent his ass a text. Me? He picked up the phone for somebody. No, this nigga right here, oh. I sent him a text. Bro, he I was even there, like half the day. Like, hey, you know what about me, man? That's some bullshit. You went through all that and said, saw my text. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pour one for you after that one. Nah, nah, dog. Like, I'm just fucking with you, but yo. I'm but glad. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. That was big. We talked about like, but we talked for a minute. Good, and man. I remember like thinking. I remember thinking like I'm like, that's crazy. Cause I remember I had COVID and I was just like, bro, I'm sick. I'm depressed. I'm like, man. Like you start getting those voices in your head where you're like, man, you ain't shit. Then you get that call and you're like, hold up, like you did some shit. You are something. Yes. You know what I mean? So like, fuck with fuck whatever that voice is. Like, no, this is a real human voice talking to me. Like, yeah, bro. Like you, like you guys are two people. Like you and her therapist, the two people that know. Like, like some real shit. No, for real, bro. Yeah. You guys can laugh. Like, like no, nah, I'm not laughing, bro. Like what yeah. that call meant to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, like I hope one day, fucking four or five years from now, one day I can be that person that reaches out and be like, yo, like, you don't know, like. That phone call like got me through not only like that day but like a couple months like there's been a couple days where I've been like bro this motherfucking kid called me almost a year later dog and was like thank you sorry I told you you're a piece of shit and a liar when you fucking you know when I left oh, like I, that's what I'm saying it's man. just crazy you know yeah. what I mean like I've gotten that too bro like crazy I got like I still you get know. letters to the day from one of the kids that I'm not gonna name because. I don't, they don't have a, another name, but they still send me letters. Like they know I cannot even say anything back to them at all, but they still do it. But they know I'm still reading them. Obviously, that's the one thing. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like once again, masculinity, femininity, like, us, like us, us being human beings. It's just really being like... human. It, it comes down to sometimes in the sense of like this isn't unmasculine. This isn't feminism. Like, it's it's just just being a human. And that's the thing that I feel like we we want to take away from far as any any kind of emotion kind of thing. It's like if it's not something that we're we're comfortable with, it must mean this. It must mean that when it's like we're human. We're, we're yep. being human. Like we're we're trying our best at all times, at least in the sense of we're alive doing things. Yep. And I don't know, like, I'll say this, even like how we were saying, like, like going through the poverty of places to get somewhere that we think is this elite thing that's great and da 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 I'm like, I had a great time on vacation. Yet I also looked at my vacation as an eye-opener for me in the sense of, like, I'm not that far away from poverty and I'm not that far away from being immaculately rich. But I do do notice that whenever I was there, the people there, 
I had more than them coming into that. And they were just as happy as me kind of thing. And that just made me think to myself, like, hmm, one, maybe I don't need all the things I think I need. Two, they see that I'm I'm a, a person that's like them. I'll say this in the Dominican Republic. The whole time, everybody was like, yo, you're Dominican, man. Look at you. You look, you look like, like me. Like you look like me. Why don't you talk like me? I'm like, yo, I'm not you. Yet, I understand you in that instance. You're looking at me in a sense of, I can be there. So, what do I need to do to be there like you kind of thing? And it's like, yo, I love that. And at the same time, I respect the fact that you recognize me kind of thing. And I feel like we don't recognize ourselves in a lot of, t- in a lot of instances in, in the sense of we think we got to be on some crazy high pedestal in order to be valued. And you just proved it right there for me that I don't have to be that high up on the totem pole to be valued no. kind of thing. And it, it, and one, and it's us sitting down right now. Like this is this is for me, man. Like like I said, Sean. Like this is a blessing that yeah, you talk. that you you bestowed upon me just by reaching out, being like, "Hey, you want to do this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, my guy, you, you my guy. Yeah, we gonna do some shit. <laughs> Fuck it. Like even if this shit don't do nothing, like we gonna we gonna try to see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people don't talk enough. Talk more. You might surprise yourself. Talk more know. and. Listen more. Some more. That's what, I think that's the biggest thing I've all I've learned. And I always bring back to you of I'm such a I'm such a ABC of I, I I don't look at it like I'm it's very hard for me and I almost reject uh just turn off. I almost reject emotion, you know? And so it's like it's always great having your conversations here because I can always you bring me back to my humanity yeah. and I appreciate that so much about you. Because I, I, I understand how much I get into, like, no, this, 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 this is how it goes. Or this is how I perceive it and all that stuff. But at the day, like, I recognize my flaws that come from me only looking at this side. And it's always great because, I mean, I tip now. You were yeah. able to take me, someone who I hate tipping, you know. Yeah, man. I just, I just don't. I get to do it. it. Nigga, you got a job. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, fuck you bringing me three words. But, but, <laughs> but like I said, like I, every conversation I have with you, it, it, it always brings me back to my humanity, and that's what I appreciate. <laughs> we all know. Fuck them both. Can I and Aubrey? I'm not surprised with your nasty ass. Who? What? That's why this nigga's always getting COVID. He's fucking some rando bitches, man. That boy be up in some pussy. He be like, yeah, that looks alright. <laughs> this nigga's a poor No, I forgot about Sean. Sean nasty too. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, are we rolling? <laughs> yeah, we rolling. But anyways, the last topic of the night. Last topic of the night. It's a more fun topic. Everything. I, I understand. We talk about real topics sometimes that are like real like serious and everything, but I got a funnier one. It's a fun one. It might not be funny to this person, but I think it's fun. Um, I got a question for both of y'all, and this it's a serious question, but not that serious, obviously. What would you do if you were Kanye? <laughs> 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 I'm just asking. 
Listen, I'm just asking y'all. This take my medication. Yo, no, no, that's what I'm saying. What would you do if you were right, Kanye? Kanye? 2022 Kanye, right Just now. Kanye in general. Like, you can start wherever you want to start with Kanye. Shit. What would you I'll do <laughs> if you were Kanye? All right? I wouldn't huh? fuck Kim. You wouldn't have? Mm-hmm. Not once. Mm-hmm. Not once. Well, uh, when I say, okay. I see, yes, I exactly. would have. See, see the truth come I would have, yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have dated her. Wouldn't have kids with her. You wouldn't have dated her and had kids. How would you have known, though? Huh? How would you have known? I'm, I, I want to hear your telltale signs, cause actually, it's well, the industry, dog. It, 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 but I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about the industry. So actually, I think I probably would have made worse mistakes because I'm not in that industry. Like, are you mm-hmm. just taking my body right now, just straight into Kanye? Like I said, what would you do if you were Kanye? I don't care what what time frame you want to talk about being Kanye. Nigga, I'd be on an island. Hmm. I'd be on an island right so. now. Which Kanye year are you right now? 2022, Pete Davis. Slavery was a choice. Bitch. Pete Davis is <laughs> fucking your bitch, Kanye. Now, all right, you be on the island still. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm chilling. All right, like, go go from there then. Whatever. Where, where well, but where's your kids at? I fly back and see them on the weekends. And that's all you would but do. I have a question: You Kanye? You only see your kids on the weekends? You go, no. you you go and spend the whole week. In hold the on, island? hold on, man. He no, said he's Kanye. He said he's Kanye. <laughs> Three days. On he said island, he said fuck them kids. <laughs> Three days on the island, fly back, fly back to the island. Three days on the island, fly back. That's what I'm saying though. Like, like realistically, I'm 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 gonna I'm go bring it back to speed for us. What I'm seeing with Kanye right now to me. Um. Do y'all? I'll ask this question. Do y'all feel like Kanye fucked up in his his marriage, as far as what you could actually see, or do you think it got to a point where they both realized that they weren't right for each other? I think because they got four kids. Here's my. I think Kanye is going through some mental illnesses, but he's such a creative person that it inflicts and crashes. I think that like he, he himself is going through it, and it is very hard to be in a relationship while you're going through it. And so I think that like, but you don't think that in the sense that she knew he was going through it, and she's already been through a few things as far as that with him that she could handle that kind of thing. And if he would have just been more open, it'd have been all right. But how open can you be? You're Kanye. You're supposed to be the greatest. You're supposed to be yay. How 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 do you make yourself yay? Okay. And then go through it. But that's what I mean, though, in that sense of, like, you've been yay. Like, it ain't nothing new that you popped up and was, like, Kanye. So, therefore, it's like, why can't the person that you say that you entrusted, you married, mm-hmm. you put four babies in, you can't be that vulnerable with them. Honestly, I think Kim Kardashian just has gotten. Oh, good. I, I think she she is in the public perception, and she's an eye. And I think what Kanye West has done has embarrassed her. And because it's such a public perception name, that they are trying to disassociate Kanye West with Kim Kardashian. I think it's a big brand thing, especially when you go on SNL and say half the shit you do. You. When he was on that TMZ and he said, when he said slavery was a choice, all right, how can you be a Kardashian? Like, Card- I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, Kardashian, Kardashians are not real people. They are a brand. Hmm. They're humans, 
However, everything they do is going to be brand motivated. When you are living in a society that is moving towards a more socially conscious, mm-hmm. and you have someone who makes a statement that a slavery was a choice, and you know that's all the media showed, didn't do his before what he was talking about or after what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, Kim Kardashian is a brand. Mm-hmm. Kardashian is a brand. When Kanye is not taking his meds or Kanye's not doing this, or there's a public perception that Kanye is going wild, mm-hmm. that affects the brand of the Kardashians. So let me ask you this question now, because from what I've seen, um, Kanye is, is also saying that may, maybe he didn't even need meds in that instance, and that's what created all of this in the first place. Do you do you think you can agree with that, or can you disagree with that? Because honestly, I'm not the doctor of Kanye West. Yeah. You're not the doctor of Kanye West. Um, and Kanye can only tell you what he tells you kind of thing. His experience, yeah. So that, that's where I'm just like, what if Kanye really wasn't going that crazy before and something traumatic happened, like obviously like his mom passing, like that caused, I felt like that was a big spiral in itself as far as his mom passing, which caused the other rifts in Kanye's kind of career path kind of thing, which is where we see the slavery was a choice, the uh, the whole bursting out about fucking Taylor Swift shit. That shit was weird. I ain't gonna flex. Like, I, I think it was funny still, but like, I just was like, why you, why, why you coming after Taylor Swift like some random little white girl? Like, but you also gotta... <clears throat> I think that like I think you can also put put this back of tribes or in group out group Kanye was never in the same group as Kim Kardashian they did not grow up with the same cultural values they did not grow up with the hence, same culture hence not the song saying, easy not saying that two people from different cultures can't come together and do it however you gotta understand that Kim Kardashian came from we these rich white peoples this is how things get done Yay came from, I'm the creative fucking genius, so, I'm yay. I get what you're saying in that aspect, but I also have a counter to that in the sense of, like, um, Kim was doing a lot of things that, that I've been, I've been circul- that's have been circulating that, that kind of questioned if they were as wealthy as we thought they were kind of thing in the sense of, like, getting people's possessions and selling them stealing from people and selling things because they were like, didn't have money for certain things that they were trying to influence that they did have kind of thing. True. But they still succeed in per the perception of influence. It's like, Paris but, Hilton. but, but that's what I mean though. And that, and that is this, it's like, that's a different type of pressure, which I guess see can coincide with the, the sense of, they're coming from two different worlds of Kanye was always broke and he had to come up and get it. But she was supposed to be rich, but she didn't have it that way. So she was trying to make a come up too kind of thing to make it look like she had it like that. But we also Kanye is doing that still currently right now, which is why he's a billionaire. But like Kim Kardashian, like her mom married still, somebody rich. That's she, what I'm saying. Yeah. But even when they weren't like, it's not like they was eating fucking sugar on toast just yeah, to survive. Yeah, like you said, though, like, the perception of that was that's how they felt, though. And it's like, how you how do you teach somebody that feels like they still ain't shit, they, gotta, they don't have enough money, that concept of we're, we're not, 
we're not not bad kind of thing. Yeah, but also I, 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 I think the mom would have the realistic view of that. Yes, Chris. The kids would have been like, oh well, we were doing well. Like we are this. Like we. Are why were you selling stuff to sell stuff to get money again? If you thought you were doing well, when you do, you think you're not doing well. It's the same reason why. Why do rich kids get drunk, get DUIs, and do it? They don't have any perception of what is an actual consequence. Because <clears throat> I also okay. know, like, that's, I know a lot that's of kids. What I'm asking. At the well, not a lot of kids. There are certain <laughs> kids that I, 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 I know their families in the sense of they don't, they're not. I don't want to. I don't want to deny anyone's struggle. Everybody has their own inner demons. They're going what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking at it in an economic perspective, mm-hmm. they're not going through it the same way as someone else. Yes, but they act worse than the kids that are going through it because the kids that are going through it, they have to assimilate to certain characteristics to survive. Mm-hmm. Whereas these kids, they can have everything given to them. Like I have this one kid, you know, I'm going to do my best to try and change his thing. I don't think he's ever been told no in his single life. And he's the most entitled, the most ignorant behaved. Like he does not do sh- nothing. Okay. You know, I guarantee you he's been provided for his whole life. Mm-hmm. However, I have another kid that like, yeah, he acts crazy sometimes. However, at the end of the day, he knows when he needs to act right and get what needs to be done. The other kid would have been like, well, I just don't want to do it. He says, I'm broke. I need to do exactly what I need to do to get to this point. Okay. And that's why I feel like is the difference between Kanye and Kim is Kim had the ability to choose whether or not to behave. Mm-hmm. Kanye had to behave to get to where he's at. You know? It's like the people of like... But that's the twist, though, in that aspect because Kanye doesn't believe he behaved at all and got where he's at. But I, I, I think... You highly doubt that is what you're saying. Here's the thing. Is I th- he, you cannot deny early Kanye had talent. Like, you can't. And when he put hard work behind talent, hard work and... Or, Hard work is always going to be talent out nine times out of ten. If you have talent and you put in the hard work, you're going to make it. And that's why, I mean, bring it back to all the famous rappers who kids want to be rappers. Of course, they're going to have success in some areas because if your dad is Ice Cube and you put out a record, like, that's your Ice Cube son. Of course, hundreds of people are going to play, you know? But then you're actually truly evaluated. Or you have people who came up from nothing who... I don't know how Jack Harlow did, but I'll, I'll go with Wiz Khalifa. How about that? Yeah, Wiz Khalifa's probably better. But you, like, you have people. Which honestly, I was watching a podcast about Wiz Khalifa on mm-hmm. No Jumper, and like realizing this, I was like, damn, Wiz Khalifa is more prominent than I expected. Oh yeah, he come. Yeah, he he on some shit. Though. Yeah, uh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm hella respect on that. I'm that watching right him. There. Yeah, I'm like, god damn. Yeah, but it's just like you had someone who had to fake it to make it. But because they were faking it, you had to make they, they made it, and everybody's perception was they made it. So they still got the privileges of everyone thinking they've made it. Mm-hmm. Whereas you got someone who is, if I don't do this, I'm going to be dead. Mm-hmm. And there's just a different motivation and a mm-hmm. different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So when you bring those two together, I think well, honestly, what happened? They was fucking. She got pregnant. There's a public perception of both of them. Kim, I mean. What was that noise? That was your phone. 
Uh, it was oh, that, no, camera. It was that camera. That camera. <laughs> yeah. But there's that public perception of like Kanye West gets Kim Kim Kardashian pregnant back then. What's everybody? How is career gonna do if he they get abortion? Kim Kardashian, you are gonna have half half the people outraged. That's gonna kill the brand. They keep the baby. All right, you keep the baby. He doesn't. He's not a part of the life. He destroys his brand. So this is the other thing too. You're assuming that they didn't do that on purpose when they came out publicly saying they did that on purpose. I didn't know that part. See, yeah. that's okay. Which that's is all right. Which is however, that's also. I mean, but doesn't that change your perspective? Perspective no, on how you were thinking now. It it changed my perspective in the sense of that just looks like a brand move of you got the hottest new rapper, one of the hottest women in society making a power couple mm-hmm. like you create a dynamic duo that's just increasing the brand okay it's just like kingdoms think back and then yeah. my daughter's gonna marry the prince well, now you so therefore now you, you, now you, you <laughs> it's just I can see it in the false motivation of if they didn't do it they was gonna be criticized if they did do it it's a power move I just don't think it was like that okay what do you think what's up Kanye what's up Kanye what up what up Ye? what up Ye? What up, yay? Bro, yay, yay, yay. Just call you Bray. Bray. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? I just think they liked each other and tried it out. And tried it out, and that was yeah. it. And then <laughs> and it didn't work out. Don't think there's any motivations to try it out. I mean, I think when you're in that world, you obviously want to be with someone in that world because they understand you. You know what I mean? Okay. But realistically, it just didn't pan out the way. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. honestly, I can I can see like real like how you're saying. Yeah. I can see how you're saying too, brand wise. But I was gonna see how you were saying in the sense of I would see moments where Kanye was mad about shit that that dealt with niggas fucking with her kind of thing. Kim was mad about shit that was dealing with things that was fucking with Kanye. So. I felt like a lot of their life, if they would have put it like a little, a little bit more private, kind of like Jay and Beyonce, I'll say, or like Kendall and D. Book. Yeah, like, yeah. It, well, I don't know, I don't know how long that's gonna last though. We don't, we don't see, we don't see. They, they've been, they've been, they've been private. But I feel like if they would have put that more effort into that, I don't think they would, they would, they would be in the scenario they're in right now. And especially with, no offense, man, like, I get it. Pete Davis is a funny nigga. He funny. Like, that's a funny motherfucker, man. But realistically, I feel like Pete Davis... Not high enough on the social attractive deal skill to get with Kim Kardashian? Well, no, I'm not even going to say that. And and the only reason why I'm not going to say that is because he's famous. Like, people know who the fuck that nigga is. But I just feel like, realistically, looking at Pete Davis... He's a funny nigga, which funny niggas get played for a little while. No disrespect. What I'm about to say, no disrespect. I respect this person. Yet at the same time, there the, is a trend whenever it comes to funny niggas. Like I put it in this perspective of Kevin Hart. I fucks with Kevin Hart. Yet I don't know Kevin Hart personally in the sense of when does this nigga turn off the funny? I don't know. And Another person that's a good example of that is Robin Williams. You talk to any of the women that he's been with. Does this nigga know when to turn that off? Turn it back on. Jim fucking Carey. 
turn it on, turn it back off. Like right now, it's it's in the it's beautiful moment. Like for for him, I'll say, with Kim, because she's wanting to be single. She's wanting to just experience being able to do whatever the fuck she want when she want kind of thing without having to be like my spouse is this okay yeah kind of thing she ain't gonna have no discussion about shit period period what do you think yet Kanye on the other hand he's just like rug swept from under him kind of thing cause it's like he thought he had his game plan like how you were saying with the brand he thought his brand was gonna go this way now he got to reassess things and he's now acting the way Kanye's going to act with that scenario. So for me, if I was Kanye, I, I, I put myself out there so many times to be back with my wife. If I'm Kanye now, it's like, I, we, I'm Rockefeller Ye again. Yeah. Like realistically, like, like, I love my kids. I'm going to provide for my kids. That's why I moved right across the street to make sure ain't shit pop weird happening with my kids. Because I don't fucking know this funny weird nigga. Like, realistically, Pete is a fucking weird nigga. And I don't know if y'all been noticing about weird niggas in Hollywood. It's usually they doing some weird shit with kids. Yeah, I... And, but, uh, I, uh, I would disagree with that. For Pete Davidson, the sense of he has a such a high aware like weird dudes in Hollywood aren't quiet. Like weird dudes in Hollywood I'm a, aren't I'm give Pete Davidson in the sense of they're not as aware of this dude is Go ahead. he is so open about every single thing that's wrong with his head. Okay. I, and he's very public about it. Whereas I think other d- weird dudes are just weird, but they don't look, talk about it. Look at this weird nigga weird. that laying out. Oh, he's only showing down. his feet now. What do you got to say about that? Huh? Hmm? I just, I, I don't know. I feel like. Because freak. <laughs> Pete Davidson just is. He, he's at. He, he truly doesn't give a fuck. And. Zero. He has zero fucks. Zero. And here's. And plus, Pete Davidson. Which is why is, I feel like he could do anything. That's weird. That's, that's yeah, he can. He can. I literally, I mean, I have big time adolescence, fucking the King of Staten Island, fucking the setup. Like, he does what he wants. And I think, I mean, that could be attractive to Kim right now. Of like, this dude literally just does whatever he wants. If her being trapped in a brand or trapped in a marriage and all that stuff, like, I can understand it. But also, of like, Pete Davidson does whatever the fuck he wants, and he's funny. Kanye West does it whatever the fuck he wants. He's musically gifted. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't make sense to me of like, why would you leave someone who just does whatever the fuck they want for someone who just does whatever the fuck they want? And that's why, I mean, I think, I think Pete Davidson has become the ultimate rebound person. He is lab- he is now the rebound person for famous folks. Hmm? And Who's Ariana Grande with right now? No one knows, but everybody knows Pete. Yeah, you know, okay. everybody knew Big Sean. Funny niggas. Once again, I prove my point about funny niggas. Kevin Hart, <laughs> been how many women now? Yeah. How many times has he been married? I honestly, if I was Kanye, I I I don't think I'd ever find love. Okay, see, that's a, if I was a Kanye. If I was Kanye, I'd be so terrified of love. Like me, <clears throat> me personally, I know if I if I'm ever gonna find love, it has to be. Me not shit. 
And I also think about it of going back to my last like relationship, my real one. Of he had some fake ones. Ooh, girls, you guys I was, got played. I was you bitches just got played. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna say fake nah. ones, but like this relationship. Your feet, my face, nigga. This nigga, you are you cook. This nigga cook. No, anyway, bro. but this relationship was on the sense that like <laughs> this is Dominican, my god, Dominicans. I'm sorry, this nigga being ignorant right now. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, on the shit of like. She came over. I didn't have a bed. I was using the fucking pillows from the couch upstairs. Mm-hmm. Like, how? this is how broke I am. Mm-hmm. Fucking no car. Mm-hmm. No fucking bed. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm in college. Like, mm-hmm. yes. like I'm doing it. I have nothing to be in going college. for me. Yes. I'm making $9 at a job. Okay. Like, I knew she had to be with me because she liked me. Okay. Because what? Yeah. And she's not ugly. She's I for me. I think she's a very attractive and beautiful woman to this day. Go ahead, girl, doing your thing, girl. But <laughs> like she was there, she was there when I wasn't shit. Okay. And so like yeah. I know that she's not using me for my money. Okay. Because she made more than me, mm-hmm. like three times more than me consistently. What's up, <laughs> What's up breezy? <laughs> she made more than me. She drove me everywhere. Mm-hmm. She fucking was. Paying for my food sometimes. Okay. She was taking me to college. Yeah. Like, and, and like moral of the story, what? Moral of the story is I, I understand that the women that I would be with, like, if I'm broke, that's how I know someone loves me. Okay. And I know okay. that anyone, like me now, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm in a completely different situation. Okay. But I even think about dating now of, like, I don't really think I'll ever find someone like that because because you're not I, I at the that. low. I'm I'm not at the low, and I'm not saying I'm high in any way because I'm but, still. Very, but you're not at the low. I'm not I'm not at the low, so mm-hmm. I'm, I I am like the perception of me. Okay. Okay. So so is it just timing then? Is that what it all comes down to? Timing? No. For me and her, it was neither of us working on our trauma. Ah, see? And that's and that's what I'm saying. What if there's trauma between Kim and Ye? And there and could that's the be. reason why it's this way. It could be, yeah. I fully, I, I definitely think there could be trauma. So, but I also think that once you get to a certain economic ladder or a person economic space, all of your decisions are motivated on how it's going to cost and affect you getting money. Especially Ye, especially Kim Kardashian. Okay. Like, no matter what they did, well, not honestly more so less Kanye. Because mm-hmm. I think Kanye can do whatever the fuck he wants, and it'll either increase his sales or increase his everyone knowing. Well, I'm about but to say Kim right Kardashian, now. Mm-hmm. I truly believe being with Kanye was hurting the brand so much that while she may, I I have a theory they're together in public or in private. They're broken up in public, but together in private hmm. because I truly believe Kim Kardashian needed their whole family needed to separate their brand from Kanye. I think that there's a full chance that Kim could really love Ye and mm-hmm. could really like be with them, but I think it's a private thing. They have to put on a show, you know. Okay, but what's the purpose of this show? To dis dis to keep wealth. But that's wealth. what I mean. Like, why would they lose wealth with Kanye? Because of all the stuff they Kanye built. But that's what I'm saying. They built the wealth with Kanye. How? Yes, but it's like 
So say you start a business was on. So we have Sipping Society. Huh? Imagine if all of a sudden I just started going extremely racist, sexist, and all this stuff. Okay. You built this with me, and I was chill in the beginning. Mm-hmm. However, now I'm 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 affecting our bottom line. I'm costing the podcast money. Well, that's the thing, though. Like in, in that aspect, for me, I would just discontinue completely the podcast. That would be for me, because initially I would just be like, "Yeah, but we don't got kids together." I would discontinue it still, in that aspect, because that's just my personality. So, but how do you discontinue the relationship when you have four kids with someone? Well, I, the same way I did that with any relationship I've had with any girl, like no matter what the scenario was, in the sense of I've had, I might be putting myself out there on this one. I've had girls that said it was pregnant, my kid, and I still was like, okay, I'll take care of my kid, but I ain't not taking care of you. Told them straight to their face, and I wasn't hesitating about that. I was dead ass serious. Cause I knew this wasn't gonna work, and I still don't have kids. So, two scenarios happened on that. Just saying, real life. Um, but that was my choice, and I was fine with that. And that's the thing. I feel like, I feel like in this instance, as what we're seeing with Kanye, I think it's appropriate because he's he's broke. He's broken in the sense of he thought he had his family set and fine, and he thought for sure. He was with someone that would accept every aspect of him kind of thing. Yet, they did not. And that's what sucks because also, I'm assuming this, my like I said, my assumption, I'm assuming that Kim, like you said, it could be behind doors like, oh my gosh, I still love him, da 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 da. I'm assuming that she was expecting something else that they didn't communicate for whatever reason. Yeah, I can see that. And that's the thing that sucks, once again, about the the human mind in the sense of no matter how much you want to think you know somebody, you still can fuck up sometimes. And it's like how you react from that fuck up. And I just just think realistically, if Kanye would have reacted in a different way than what he did, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We'd still be like, damn, look at Kanye and Kim. The way we still look at uh, Jay and Beyonce because Jay obviously fucked up and got caught up and put it all out there. But he also said, you know what? Got caught up, did some stupid shit. Let me pull back so everybody's not loving my shit like that no more. And it won't affect what's going on. But another example, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. But like I said, I'm going to keep this with Kanye. That's the real one. Will Smith. Yeah, and then I'll even throw another one that's a bigger banger. We were talking about this off camera. Scotty Pippen. Damn. Damn, Scotty. Damn. NBA to future doing some shit on you. And you I'll I'll give you props for holding your head up a little bit from that shit. Cause damn, all your business is out with that shit. But, like I said, what would Ye do? What, what would you do if you were Ye? And for me right now, I think, like, I would be upset if I was Ye in the sense of, like, I married this woman, I gave you my name, and this is how this is. Like you said, I probably 
wouldn't trust anybody after that, which is fine. Yet at the same time, what do I got to look at far as myself? The reason why this happened. True. I always, and this is just a quick thing, but I know me as a guy, when I look at the Kanye situation, I'm always thinking, how the fuck Kanye mess up? And I see all the flaws Kanye's had. How many times you actually thought about like, could it what did Kim? Kim? Yeah, what, what did, did Kim, Kim do? do? You know, but I, you know, cause but I'm 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 trying to be like, ah, what did this dude do? I see his public blunders or what people would call his public blunders, and that's and that's, no one knows what Kim did. But that's what I'm saying, and that's the questions that no one have been been asking. It's like, like but why don't they ask? Because do they just assume Kanye has to be fucked up? Or well, that's the thing. That's the thing, like, the times we've seen Kim be fucked up, guess what everybody did? They sympathized, and they were like, oh, she's crying. But when Ye's crying, this motherfucker ain't on his meds, he fucking acting out, he's doing crazy, it's just all like... Is he, that goes back to That goes back to, of like, why can't men express their emotions? It's not because men I'm don't sorry, let bro. men express emotions. I know dudes that I could cry with for days. Mm-hmm. You'll never see me cat crying in front of a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I've maybe three girls in my entire life, aside from my sisters and mother and grandma and stuff, maybe three girls I've dated ever has ever seen me cried. One, I was blacked out drunk, couldn't control it. Second one, thought I was going to marry the girl, you know, could do that with her. And then another one, I was just young and dumb. And it was just... That's what I'm saying. And I, and once again. This is, this is fucking fine line. What would you, what would you do if you were yay? What would you do if you were yay? What would you do right now? I don't know. I don't know. I know what I would do. I know what I would do, and I just be oh yay, Rockefeller yay. They missed the oh yay. Yeah, I just I just chalk it up and be like, I got kids now, and I'm still Rockefeller. <laughs> Call up Dame. <laughs> I know you got J number, but he ain't picking up. 